Welcome to episode 357 of TechSec. On today's show, I am talking to Colby Roberts, creator of Galactic Conquerors. For future listeners, Colby is age 17 during this interview, which reminds me, I am required to read these terms and conditions to you, Colby. This recording will be a permanent record for the rest of your life on the internet. Anything you say here can and will be held against you by a future employer or girlfriend. Do you accept these terms and conditions? I wouldn't care if it's the employer, but why the girlfriend, man? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, they'll just, they'll just Google Colby Roberts, you know? I have a question for you. Like, how do you feel about the fact that a few thousand texting listeners have been following your progress since you were a seven-year-old? I didn't think it was several thousand because I, I saw my dad just working, like texting on the Discord server of the last couple weeks like about uh, like the whole Galactic Conquerors game. It's different um, about the, uh, the, the number of people on the, the Discord versus the number of people who download the show. The, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I, I it's didn't, true. I didn't, I didn't realize that it was several thousand. Good good job, by the way. I just, I thought it was only like the 50. I didn't realize that was just your inner circle, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if your dad would have, would have done the show all these years if it was just 50 people. Um, but maybe. Yeah. I know we've already gone, just you and me, before the show, we went a little bit over the game. But for yeah. listeners at home, um, let's, I just, let's just start with the game. So we know that you have been making the game Galactic Conquerors. Let's just do a little bit of a background on that. Like, what is it? Where did it come from? What's it all about? Well, it all started when the day I was born, when my dad <laughs> wanted to create a game with me. <laughs> It's a tale as old as time. Yeah. But it's that's that not that's not how you phrase it, but he was like when when I realized I could code at like I think he started teaching me like how a for loop works in Bash or something when I was like five or six. And then I remember that was the first time I've been I was exposed to uh coding. And a little later, I think when was Catalyst? When I was in like third or fourth. We started with Catalyst. This was just basic, basic HTML, CSS. And then later on when we started the Eurisco program in the first year and not the summer before, but the first year it was an actual class, we started working on this game, Space Empires. This is a board game that me and my dad got a couple years ago. And we, we really liked playing it. You played it before Justin. It was fun. Mm-hmm. You can, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I remember the, my very first like iteration, like the very first iteration, like the first homework assignment, it was maybe over 700 lines in one file of just functions, no classes, nothing. So do you and, see this, this as an extension of um, that earlier sort of classwork? Do you see that this game as an extension of that previous work? So it's more um, work or do you see this as more fun? This is a lot more fun. I think if if it goes well, if the if I'm able to monetize it and start making money off of it, then it'll become its like own thing. Um, I am getting paid to do it though, just because so I can have like some money for college. Because I didn't really, I've never had like an actual job before this. <laughs> so, how does that deal work? So, so your dad is sort of being like an investor. It's just yeah, he's an investor paying twenty dollars an hour for how much I work. Okay. <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool yeah i I bet a lot of kids would like that yeah i bet they would and this this idea or the payment uh 
I guess the or the, I should say the investing that he's doing is more of I guess a continuation of the previous work. It's just removing old uh, database code and just refactoring into SQL. Yep. Did you get a chance to see um, any of your dad's code when you were doing that refactoring? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw a bunch of my dad's code there. I looked through the code base. Was it was so, it any good? Was it any good? I mean, did he, does he write good code? Tell us now. Yes. <laughs> this is top secret. Don't tell anyone though. Okay. Yeah, and I look. I looked through his code, and it was it was really clean. I styled my the newer code in the Galactic Conquerors off of it, like the like the only one operation per line. And that's probably where the clean cleanliness of my code came from simplifying it even further as well as just um or general organization and me getting better at organization not only through writing this but through Eurisco and the uh interning i did at math academy you know um the big the big thing that some of the, the people who've listened to the show for the longer time remember is the catalyst years do you remember anything like anything specific about the catalyst time? Um, I remember that we did it in a church. <laughs> yeah, we did. It, <laughs> it was it was in like a little rented out room where we where my dad introduced the concepts of coding of uh, linear uh, uh, what operations, linear commands. Like, our, one of the examples he did was like he got a bunch of pieces of paper and drew like a straight arrow turn right arrow and a turn left arrow we'd pair up one person would be holding the paper at the end of the room and the other person would be blindfolded they would guide them uh from like following a uh, track with like the commands like oh yeah turn right here go straight here turn left yeah. here and like it was basic basic concepts of linear programming in the church room that we had it was a lot more of a uh, a lot more of HTML, CSS, make a website look good. Maybe mm -hmm. here's some like basic algorithm, like here's how a for loop works. Here's the basics of a JS object. I remember another nice thing that he came up with was this idea of uh, uh, envelope. To explain functions, he had envelopes, and then he put, yeah. uh, he put the arrows in the envelope, and he's like, okay. This is a function now. It, it, it yeah. does a whole bunch of yeah. Things. You were you were there, so you could probably like correct me on this because I was a little kid here, full, <laughs> fully grown and remember this stuff a lot more than me. Well, I, yeah, I know. I'm, I, it's just interesting to hear from your perspective. Like, uh, so it, when you when you were going through Catalyst, if you can cast your mind back to that, did you mm -hmm. were you thinking, oh, what what is this? ridiculousness or were you thinking oh this is this is awesome i mean like what what does a yeah, nine-year-old think about something of, like that one of the one of the work i one of the biggest things that stuck with me was probably one of the most quote-unquote traumatizing experiences of my coding career where so we were using this website for html and css and js code right and mm -hmm. my dad wanted us to create a site just a web regular website right it was pretty simple like a title and then like some other stuff, I forget exactly what, but he was like, here's what these CSS things do. Here's what this does. Um, go create a website. I'll walk around and help you guys. And then I created a website, which if I remember correctly, was like red, yellow, and green, and like huge, <laughs> thick dashed borders. If I, I remember, if, if I'm remembering this correctly, it looked like crap, but to nine-year-old me, it was the coolest thing I've ever built. <laughs> And when I got home, I wanted to show my mom and 
when I opened it, it didn't show up. Like it was not saved. And I remember oh. a little later after that, I was crying and eating dino nuggets. <laughs> that is, and that's a, but it's what a great lesson. What a great yeah. lesson. Always remember to save kids. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't remember if it was when I got home and opened and showed my mom and it wasn't there or if I accidentally deleted it. It's either of those two stories, the same kind of thing. All, both, both stories ended in uh, me crying, eating dino nuggets with uh, <laughs> some Nickelodeon show on in the background. <laughs> that was very visual. I, you're a vi I, you're a visual thinker. I I, I see the full yeah. picture. <laughs> this is perfect for the uh, for the Colby Roberts um, biopic that they make in twenty years time when they when they sort of catalog your life. That's going to be great. So um, yeah. let's talk about Math Academy. Okay, where do you want to oh. start? Like the oh, start of Math Academy, or <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just, just a couple of questions. Like, did you, did you enjoy Math Academy? I, I, I did enjoy Math Academy. It was really fun. Some of the later years where it became more automated, it wasn't nearly as interactive as my dad's teaching of the class up on the board, writing problems, writing down problem, writing down calculus problems in the seventh grade and eighth grade. I thought that was really fun compared to conventional lecture style that you would see at college. But so that, okay, so you've got, you sort of think of that as the golden years of Math Academy. Yeah, I think, well, the golden years of Math Academy are yet to come, but from my experience, I think the most fun year was probably my eighth grade year when we were learning Calc BC. Yeah, making every day a competition, doing, mm -hmm. uh, I think it was like Black Belt or Jeopardy. Well, my mom would, whenever she had the sub, would make us, would let us do Jeopardy, would math <laughs> Jeopardy, where it'd be like, uh, like integrals for 200, please. And then we'd write on the board and be like, what is X squared or something <laughs> like that after we solved the integral? And then she'd be like, right. And then. <laughs> so, uh, well, I mean, how was it compared to your other classes? Uh, compared to my other classes, it was, I'd obviously learned a lot more. I mean, it was math academy, but in middle school. Some people would just finish, like like what I did, would finish the whole five weeks period of gr full five weeks grading period worth of work in a day. And, and that wasn't possible with Math Academy because it was more interesting and more fun and more challenging. As, yes, as well as actually given work, like mm -hmm. a lo lots of difficult work and actually learning something. Do you think that for a new kid starting today, that they have to know advanced math concepts to get started at the bottom, or is, is something different? No, I I believe you just start it. You can start it pre-algebra, like literally, like x plus five equals seven. You can start at that. You don't have to be like learning calculus in tenth grade to start it or something like that. Do you do you feel like the work that you've done at Math Academy has helped uh, prepare you for um, your the college stuff that you're about to do? I feel I feel like it has start. I'm starting with math two thirty two, discrete math two. So, because you also did some computer classes with your dad as well in Math Academy, right? Yeah, that was that was Eurisco. Oh, that's the math Eurisco two. stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, I guess what the question I'm asking is like, do you think that the math combined with those computer classes? Yeah, I would. I would not have up? been able to do. I would not have been able to do the coding I don't know, like the Eurisco classes, which was learning how to write object programming, and then later, I guess, make our games, like, work the right way. So yeah. some kids had this value, other kids had, th had another value, and we'd have to figure out who's right, and 
this this helped with our with the third iteration of uh, Space Empires, where we had to work on one code base, and this third code base taught us how to use branches, use GitHub a little better instead of just pushing the main. We'd have to create a branch, work, uh, rebase, and then merge and all that, as well as teach us how to write better, cleaner code so other people can understand it, as well as. I mean, it's 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 kind of revolutionary. You're 17 and you. You know how to, you pretty much could walk into a company and just be a junior coder right now. That's crazy. Um, it's very, very yeah, good. Yeah, that's, that's uh, what my dad said. Like, uh, he, he doesn't need to go to college. Like, just let him work on <laughs> Galactic Conquerors. <laughs> like, when I just started out, and he's like, just don't, he doesn't need to go to college. What or, did your mom say when your dad said and that? She's like, yeah, and she, like, just my dad was giving all these arguments, but then my mom's trump card was like, he needs a social life. And then, <laughs> of course, that overruled it. <laughs> overruled all of uh, my dad's arguments for, for against <laughs> all right, college. All right, let's, um, let's move on from uh, Math Academy. Uh, there's a couple of this. So we've got, we've got a, few, a few more things, uh, questions to ask you. I've got yeah. a, a bunch of questions from listeners, from texting okay. listeners who've written in and would like to hear answers from you about stuff. But before we do that, I, I know you as a, someone who plays a lot of sports. Are you still into sports? Are you still into football? Um, I'm still I'm still into sports, but sadly, because I'm not six foot four, I'm not qualified to be Division One or even D three. So right now, I'm just lifting weights. Right now, just staying in shape, getting stronger, faster. I'm pr although I'm probably going to see if I can do intramural sports, basically just like club for college. I think there's only ultimate frisbee soccer i think basketball i think that's it maybe maybe some maybe softball i'm going to see if i can try and do soccer mm. with a mural and i guess get just i'm just going to be over the next couple months just try and get in better shape so i'm not dying when i uh actually play the sport yeah <laughs> So uh, actually, m moving on to some listener questions, because uh, it segues quite nicely from something you just said there about weightlifting. Yeah. Joe asks, how much can you bench? How much can I bench? I had, on last Friday, the 16th of September, 2022, I got up to 255 for one. Your dad says that at this point, you're stronger than him. Pretty much. Uh, did you, like, do you... Did did you consciously think about that at any point? It didn't really click until I was. You know, he was like, "I think you're." He was like, "You're probably stronger than me. You're what seventeen and lifting over two plates, benching over two plates." I wasn't. I was. I wasn't even like twenty, and then until I started like lifting weights, and I was even. I was like twenty one when I started benching two plates. So I was like three, four years ahead of him in strength progression. Like, how, what did you feel like when you thought about that? I was, I was, of course, proud of myself. And dad, uh, of course, also said, like, yeah, I'm proud of you. You're getting strong quickly. I'm proud <laughs> of you. So, uh, all right. Moving on to the next question. Um, Veraptor asks, uh, what was the big shift um, to remote learning like for a very tech pre-college person? It, well, for me, it was, as an introvert, it was easier for most because... I, I don't really like talking to people. Mm. You, you know, I'm guessing you know what I mean. I'm guessing you're also an introvert, right? Well, 
Some some have called me an extrovert, but I I I can be an introvert for this conversation for sure. <laughs> well, some some listeners are probably in, in probably an introvert. The oh, chances for sure. are everyone yeah. is in certain situations, you know. In it, yeah, like, depending on the crowd, you act in a different way. I just I guess just the little loneliness I did feel was not there anymore because I could just either play video games with my friends right after school or go to the field and work out with some other friends. So it wasn't okay. it wasn't that hard. And of course, the times I did stay home, I had my computer here. I had my monitor. I had a keyboard and I had a mouse and I had video games. So that's all you need, man. That's all yeah. you need. So, um, OK, Alfie, I'm a simple man. Alfie asks, what advice would you give to younger Colby starting out now in learning what you know now about the world of tech? Well, it depends on where. I'm starting like starting at quarantine or starting at like when I was 10 because it'd be it'd be two different things of advice depending on uh, what, I reckon what age let's I hear was. let's hear both of them so starting when I was little kid so let's just say like when I got my first when I bought my first uh, computer that would be the advice I, I would give to him starting out from tech would be just to save up money and buy parts periodically, instead of getting a $600 computer, you can get a $600 processor. And just like periodically buy stuff, better stuff. I wouldn't have a working computer, yeah, but I would have better quality parts. And I wouldn't really okay. like upgrade my system until I moved a little later, about like two or three years later. So, Okay. So then, um, if, I were, well, okay. if I were to give advice yeah. to... Corn, like current just before self. lockdown me yeah more current yeah, sure. stuff. like yeah, yeah let's say before lockdown it would be uh don't procrastinate as in like don't proc don't like put off getting your driver's license or don't and don't put off like uh doing your homework even if uh you're doing it out of spite because mom told you to <laughs> all right um okay so ben boyter hmm. asks have you ever listened to any previous shows uh, of texting to see what your dad was thinking about when you were younger? No, the only other texting I've listening to was the one I was on just to hear my little voice a while ago. <laughs> I think I what was it? What was it? It was like 150 or something like that. Texting <laughs> 150 or something like that. I was like I nine or 10 or something like that. Right. OK, uh, another question from Joe. Joe says or ask as a father of one year of a one-year-old and a four-year-old i'd mm. love to hear what your favorite family tradition was growing up in the roberts household pizza night that's one um <laughs> when i was younger when i was like in five six no maybe a little earlier like from three to like eight me and my dad would scooter all over the place to to like go to the movies go get lunch all that stuff and i think that was that, that might not be qualified as like a tradition per se that but i think that fun. was what yeah kind that, of was, that was it was just like a razor scooter just a That's random cool. razor scooter yeah it's it's not a tradition in the conventional sense but i think that was just a fun activity you can do with your children just so you get, both get had a razor scooter. scooter yeah we both had a razor scooter and would like just scooter around town. That's so cool. Like go go get ice cream, go to movies, go to the Paseo, and just yeah, just do do those kind of things. Okay, and next question. 
Veraptor asks, are you playing with any non-mainstream projects? And I, I think he's talking about, well, he's either talking about games or libraries. No, I'm not. Yeah. I, even just non-mainstream projects, I'm just going to interpret that as like non-main things I'm doing right now. The only thing I'm doing right now is lifting is lifting weights and working on Galactic Conquerors. So <laughs> unless he's talking about occasionally playing video games, then no, I am not. Okay, that's good. That's 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 a fair answer. Fair answer. So um, let's just see. Um, all right. So here's one from Robbie. Uh, Beyond Math Academy and your game. Do you mm -hmm. have any vision uh, for what your future passions might be? Well, it'll either be. Well, you can think of it as splitting it into uh, a two by two system, like coordinate system, where the top where positive Y is Galactic Conquerors takes off, and negative Y is obviously doesn't. Positive X is I get good grades in school. Negative X is I don't get good grades in school. So for basically the entire top half, so if Galactic Conquerors takes off, then I'll just, I'll just work on that. If Galactic Conquerors doesn't take off, I'd probably just go work at a bigger tech company. One of my dad's friends, uh, he um he said his company MongoDB might be offering me a spot if I get straight A's in school. So assuming I do get good grades and qualify for that, then I would have an, have a spot to intern there. Yeah, I'd probably just work there and work my way up the corporate ladder. What would your general thought be about working for Google for a million bucks a year versus working on Galactic Empires for well like a thousand bucks a year? Google for a million dollars a year. That's pretty much me. That's assuming I'm a senior engineer or like a executive. I mean, I'm just, I, that's just what I know from like the Google like paid positions. Like it's like $900,000 a year for a senior. So Mark asks, have you thought about how moving away for college gives you a chance to reinvent yourself? In high school, I tried doing that, the like reinventing myself, but Sadly, because of video games being very alluring and, of course, lockdown happening, I wasn't able to become like the party animal that I wanted to, wanted to be, like every <laughs> high schooler wants to be. So I'm hoping if uh, there's no new pandemic every four years that I would become the party animal, animal that I would every college student would dream to be and got that yeah so that's that's something for of your course, mom and dad I'm, to course, take of course <laughs> that's I'm, something I'm for your mom and dad to really take note of that <laughs> that you mainly want to be a party animal okay yeah okay I'm, that's good. I'm, I'm of course exaggerating a little but like compared <laughs> compared to sitting in my room all day playing video games and like yelling at my monitor going just getting out of my room and doing stuff um, yeah. Okay, this is our last listener question, but I have a bunch of, well, I have a few other questions after this that are just okay. my own questions. So, um, Enough Stuff would like to know, well, he says, I want to hear about the times when dad's advice was either way off, right on the money, or was just swinging rapidly from one to the other. <laughs> I don't know about the, swinging rapidly one to the other, but anyway. Um, <laughs> one of the things that just like was... I'd just say in the wrong category. It was it was a design choice that I took where 
you saw how the ships were like lined up in a grid formation on the top and bottom of each other in the game screen. Originally, I want I I wanted it to be like a like two like the two ships are lined up like on the sides and like you can click on one similar to how it is now, but it's just like the flex boxes are different. Or instead mm-hmm. of like it's two grids of ships, it's like two like columns of ships. So I reordered it to like look like kind of like the grid system or like the grid uh, idea that I had now have now. But my dad was originally against that idea. That's probably the only instance I can think of my dad being wrong, <laughs> like or like just like not like a wrong like a capital W, just more like it's a gra- it's a uh, design choice. It's not there's no real wrong answer. It's just which one looks better, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Ones have been right on. Um, probably 2008 crash. He predicted that apparently. Um, <laughs> um, um, marrying that's okay. my mom. Um, marrying your mom was a good decision, right? Yeah. That's very true. Very true. I, Otherwise, I would, be, would, would you I would, exist? I wouldn't be here. No, yeah, I wouldn't exactly. be here. Or I'd look right. different at least. Either I wouldn't be here or I'd look different. um or neither all right uh okay so that's 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 it with listeners questions now i've got a couple of questions okay there is a there's there's a a very famous interview show called the act actors studio where um oh god i can't remember his name he interviews actors and he asks a couple of set questions now i'm not going to ask all of them but just i'm just gonna this is this isn't even very many of them this is just a a couple of them um Mm -hmm. and then also some other ones that i've just thrown in so, first question, what sound or noise do you love? What? Like music <laughs> or like just like frequency? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's, a, like, that's a great like a, answer. Like a, like a low A or like, <laughs> like my favorite song? <laughs> I mean, I, that, that's the whole point. It's up to you to interpret the question. What, what uh, sound or noise do you love? Maybe it's the dog barking. Slamming the weight down after hitting a new PR. That the the clang. The heavy the heavy thud and clang. I love it. That that yeah. I'd say that okay. that'd be that's a good noise. That's a great answer. Okay. Okay, here's one for you. This is my personal question to you. I'm I'm I personally am interested in this. What is your opinion of the eighties? Well, everything was a lot more like brown there, like furniture. Everything was just a lot more brown. I remember that. Like if, if you if you look at like old 80s films, it's like the walls were like a light brown. The furniture was a dark leather. The wood was a oak. <laughs> Everything was a lot more brown. Yeah, that's cool. Like, and, do you, is there any 80s movies or anything like that that you've uh, enjoyed? Oh, oh, Top Gun. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's that, that, that segues to the... Wait, did, did, did Ghostbusters come out in the eighties? Yeah, I'm yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did Ghostbusters? Um, I'm just trying to think of eighties movies that come to my head that aren't like either seventies or nineties. What What is your favorite movie, and why? Oh, I have a couple favorite movies: um, Interstellar, uh, uh, End of Tomorrow, Edge of Tomorrow. My bad. Um, Interstellar. What? Why do you it, like that? It's, why do you like that movie? It's well, it's sci-fi space. It's interesting plot. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Anywhere in the world? Anywhere. It's your choice. Does it have to be on world? Doesn't have to be on world. Why? Would you, would you take Elon Musk up on his offer to go to Mars? 
Yeah, duh. Why not? I'd You'll be go- the uh, I'd be the uh, IT guy, I guess you could say, on Mars. Huh. I'm phys- I'm physically fit, smart, and I can code. Okay, like- that was like very small of small minded of me to come up with that question. If you could live anywhere in the world, I should have said anywhere in the universe. Of course. Just or just anywhere, period. That anywhere, yeah. That would have been small. Okay. All right. Yeah. So here's another little section. This is I call this section finish the sentence. Oh no. Okay. This is gonna so go bad. I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say something and you just have to finish the sentence. And by the way, as you know, there's no right or wrong answer. This is all just to get an insight yeah. into the mind of Colby Roberts. I don't know. I don't think you want that. <laughs> <laughs> the glass is half uh full okay oh that's good okay sweet dreams are made of these <laughs> okay no no <laughs> yeah. okay you're just you're just answering <laughs> sweet dreams okay. are made of these like the, the song like come on okay i mean i know that i know that but okay right all right but what, that's please the do first feel... thing that popped that's the first thing that popped <laughs> in my head. Sweet dreams are those. I thought of the Quicksilver scene. Sweet dreams are made of these. Please do feel free to to say anything. Okay, late late night conversation is sometimes interesting, sometimes weird. Okay, and do you, do you have like I'm guessing with your with your gamer buddies and now you're 17, you probably do stay up quite late at night and just if if I go back breeze. if I go to sleep if I go to sleep before midnight, that's a good night. Mm. Okay. All right. Dogs are the best man's best oh, yeah? friend. You do yeah. you lo- do you love your dogs? Yes, I have two. Uh, yeah. Doors not open. I can't call them. They in. certainly are big. Yes, Maisie, the <laughs> elder. She's a girl, a German Shepherd yeah. and Husky mix. Now, guess how much she weighs? Like just just from I'm... like German German Shepherd Husky mix. Forty pounds. Hundred over a hundred pounds. She is also oh a fairly God. chunky right now, but if she slumped down, maybe ninety pounds. Jeez, and then Ghost, insane. Ghost on the other hand, he's maybe ninety-five pounds. He's yeah. Okay, that's big. They're both yeah, big. They're, they're huge dogs. Ghost is a purebred German Shepherd. They're both huge. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Ghost is a white German Shepherd. That's why we call him Ghost because he's a spooky boy. Okay. Math is uh early like applied math. That's fun. I like that. That's fun. But pure math, like abstract algebra, complex numbers, uh, or complex analysis, real analysis. I don't really like that stuff. So it'd be pure or uh, pure math, boring. Uh, applied math, interesting and fun. Okay, so I'll 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 take math is dot 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 interesting and fun. Good. Sure. Uh, <laughs> coding <laughs> is extremely fun and and the uh, would be the word for like creative inducing, creativity inducing, inspiring. It's so easy to just make something pop into existence from nothing just from your mind. Um, yes, it allows me to satisfy my god complex. that's good okay coding allows me to say all right all right all right we're getting close to the end of this bud all right so this just the last few questions yeah sisters are dot 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 stinky (laughs) 
<laughs> Stinky. I knew you'd have a smart ass answer about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, I just call, I just call them stinky just to, uh, um, just to, just to piss them off just cause it's funny. Just being like, oh, I'm not stinky. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> it's my right. best impression of airy, but okay. usually that kind of stuff is fun. Mm -hmm. Last, last few questions. These ones are really about your family. And I know that some of the listeners would like to, to hear how you think about yeah. things in that, in that light. What's the biggest difference between your mom and your dad? I, one works for free and the other doesn't. <laughs> uh, okay. that's, they're, they're both hardworking. Um, I, they love me and I love them. So I don't really know. There's no real big difference in the differences that they do have. They, uh, I guess compliment each other. So it's not really like, oh, my mom's like incredibly creative and my dad's just sitting there in his closed little box or my, while my mom's wandering around outside of it. So it's the, I don't, I can't really think of any differences. So hmm, because okay. they just, they, uh, I guess compliment each other too well. So, so yeah, yeah. so they're, they're a good, um, they're a very good relationship. So, okay. Uh, well, look, I, I know I, I know your dad probably would enjoy hearing the answer to this. What's the dumbest thing you've ever seen your dad do? Well, there's one incident where I got this new hoverboard. And this was like in 2016 or something when hoverboards were the newest fad for us Zoomers. So we can Zoom on our hoverboards, which I believe is where the Zoomer term came from. Or just the opposite of Boomer, I'm not sure. But I... I was able, we, I got this new hoverboard and we were, and I was able to ride it really well and easily. It was really fun. I was able, I was able to zip around the house and this is, and on Christmas day, a little after, and I wanted my dad to, uh, ride it and he, he got on it and then immediately, like he put his, his second foot on and immediately the hoverboard shot out from under his feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his the hoverboard shot out from under his feet, and then he like back planted. He didn't just oh, big, man. big like boom. Thug. He didn't. He just didn't get it. He's just too old. What about um like uh ski like snowboarding? You guys go snowboarding together, um, right? Yeah, it's another very similar instance to this where we were going over these big jumps, and like these are these aren't like we're not going fast enough to like really get air like the most air i probably ever got on that was maybe a foot off the ground which okay. like it felt like i was going 10 feet off the ground to little 13 year old me yeah but uh, i was just it was we weren't getting enough speed but it was big jumps so my dad he come he comes down the thing he was he wasn't going fast enough to go flying so i don't think he went flying to the trees or anything but you're supposed to, for jumping with a snowboard, you have to land with the board going exactly where you want to go. So you're going forward. You don't want the board to land turned 45 degrees to the right. Otherwise, you're going to face plant. Right? <laughs> yeah. Going downhill. So you're not only is gravity turning you, but the board is also turning you. So you're going to hit the ground at like 20 meters or second or something like that. It's so... You don't want to have the board turned at all. My dad, he hits this jump. Again, he's only like a foot off the ground. But instead of keeping the board straight, like I said he would, because I watched a video on how to do the jump last night, 
So I'm kind of like an expert on this. And <laughs> and I told him like keep make sure you keep your board straight, otherwise you're gonna you're gonna fall down. And he's like, Okay, I got this. And then he he hit the jump a couple times before. Keep keep in my I don't think he left the ground more than three inches. So and then this time he he actually hit some air a foot off the ground, but ten feet to thirteen year old me. Yeah. And he came out and his board was completely perpendicular to his uh direction of movement so when he landed because <laughs> he was he was already like leaning like back so he didn't face plant or anything but when he um when he landed he his butt like hit the ground and he would and at the bottom of the hill like because this is like it's like two jumps back to back or no, three jumps back to back and he was sitting in the valley between jumps one and two he uh was just sitting there for like 45 minutes just going like oh <laughs> and he would even respond to me and then he's like i think i broke my butt <laughs> oh man that's yeah yeah that's a, but that, is it fun is it fun going snowboarding you, where do you guys go it, normally uh we haven't gone this last winter because i i think I, we were just busy doing stuff but there is this hill nearby called mountain high we would get season passes there and just basically do a, a uh, 10 to 13 runs, which is a lot in like four hours from opening till lunch. Openings at like 830 till like lunch when the crowds start forming. And so it just makes like sitting in line like 10 minutes and we get lunch and go home. But other times nice. when you go as a family to like Mammoth, which is one of the, I think the biggest uh resort in or it's like mammoth and bigger the biggest resort in uh, uh california we we'd go or me and my mom went up to the top once the very top of the mountain where it's like all powder but it's also extremely windy and everything up there is a double black diamond which is the hardest difficulty doing that was pro was really fun all right final question because texting is jason and myself this question is about your dad what do you think of Jason as a dad? He's great. You good dad? Yeah, I yeah, he's a good dad. Fun. I like I like going to lunch with him every day. Going to the same pollo, go eating the same food every single day <laughs> of the, the week, same. and then oh my gosh, it surprisingly <laughs> doesn't get it. Surprisingly does not get old. The pollo loco does not get old. I don't know <laughs> how. Every other food that I eat on a regular basis gets old oatmeal old rice krispies old uh jamba juice old i don't know how poi loco does not get old maybe it's just because you're I, going with your dad maybe yeah just do it like spending time with him like think that's fun we have a lot of common interests so we're able to talk about talk a lot about that yeah i don't really think of any uh anything that's uh bad about him really well colby Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, yep. It's been a lot of fun talking to you. Thank you for having me. Oh, sure. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. And uh, as your dad would say, that's a wrap. We're out. want to go over um how or i guess galactic conquerors the temporary name not tm so well that's what i was going to say well so yeah, I, sa I sent the link right now because we don't have a domain oh you sent me the just, link yeah it's in the chat
Okay, hang on. Let me yeah, just go into the chat. Brings you to the site, but you're going to need to use it to go to inspect and turn on mobile mode. Ooh. That, I'm already a fan of the bright pink constellation. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I, go, I go to inspect and then what? Yeah, so inspect and then in the top left, there's like a... Uh, oh, mobile what? mode. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. mobile mode. Yeah. Toggle oh. device toolbar, whatever it is. Yeah, device toolbar. It's control shift M and that'll make it narrower and it's unresponsive right now. I, I personally use iPhone 12 Pro as a setting for dimensions because that's just a general like... Dimen actual Got dimension it. that okay. you would use yeah and see so i see it yeah and you're on main menu continue multiplayer and settings right i have got username login <laughs> oh uh, you're gonna need that you're gonna need to sign up so i guess just sign up put in your email username and create a password and then once you're done with that you should be in the main menu obviously the um actual ux and some of the colors are not like what I want. There's a blue constellation as well, but I figured this this pink one looks a little better. Otherwise, it's just all blue. Now you have to remember you're working with an old person. I'm still yeah. signing up. Okay. All right. So all right, I, I do see galactic con conquerors. Yes. Continue multiplayer settings. Perfect. Profile yeah. about. Love it. Says it. continue on your screen. Click Weird. continue. No. Don't. That is a glitch. It's supposed to say new game. Oh. Or single player, but I guess it's uh, that's a little glitch. Keep in mind, it's not finished. Welcome nor, to the world of software development, my friend. <laughs> nor nor polished, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you can click. You can click around profile. That's that'll just show later down the line. That'll just show like your wins, your losses, number of friends, username, um, other stuff. Right now, it's just an empty page with profile at the top. And I then, like how in when I click into about it says, "Hello, bruv, tis me, Colby." Yeah, I'm I'm a fan <laughs> of that. Yes, very good. Yeah, I just I just, I just wrote that just like <laughs> as a test. I also nice. I had a bit of information in the profile and but deleted it somewhere to "Hello, bruv," <laughs> but I f I forgot to delete the about as well. But that'll right. just be like, I created this game, blah blah blah, similar to how this whole podcast will go down. So that's cool. I thought I thought that um, that we'd be screen sharing it or something like that. But you're actually letting me use the real software. That's very daring. Yeah, <laughs> very. Daring. Yeah, because it's 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 really simple. There's like big buttons everywhere. It's not that hard to get lost in the UI. All right. So, so what do I do? All right. So you're in the main menu, and then you just you can click on multiplayer, and then it'll show like list of started games and inactive games. But yeah, you haven't started a game, so you're gonna need to. So you're gonna need to. Uh, Go to friends at the bottom, right? Okay, hang on. Let me just and then, reload. So multiplayer friends, yep. Yep, and then since it's empty because you have no friends, you're going to need to add a friend. I believe you can just add me at Cobble, which is just C-O-B-B-L-E. And if you're listening to this podcast later down the line, people listening, you can just add me there. I may or may not accept you. I don't know. <laughs> so at C-O-B-B-L-E, now I do... do do I need to do I'm I'm clicking that and nothing's happening by the way. You got you gotta hit the search button. I did do that. You did do that? Yeah. What's C your username? Maybe C O. Let me just type if C O. No. Let me just see if anything's going on the network. Server started, so C O B B L E. 
What's your username? Let me see. Uh, JV2222. So, looking at the... Uh, that is... It says uh, the response ha is empty um, on the search. That is weird. And what about for you, if you type JV2222? It's also empty. Let me just see if I can just create the friendship in the uh, thing. In the actual Directly database. In yeah. the database? Nice. Yeah, let me just... Oh, that's it's good to have God powers. Yeah. I don't know why it's working. It's literally working a couple... Literally a couple days ago, but I guess this is the way. This is the way software demos work. God, so, God likes to smite me. Something breaks the day of, and this, I don't know why. This no, is your first software demo, but I promise you, it always goes down like this for as long as you live. You can ask your dad. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Wait, wait, no, no. Continue multiplayer. Listen. Well, why don't you start a game and I'll join yours? No, because you have to be friends and you got to invite. So I'm just. Gonna, oh. I'm just. How do you create a row in SQL? create a new row yeah ins like insert yeah it's insert into right insert into table and then as but as long as you don't have any required fields that should create a blank row yeah insert into friend what is it like where no uh, no, it's not you, where. no you, you can say set yeah so yes. set and then name equals five comma right it's comma and then the next thing yeah, comma, then the next thing, then the next thing. Okay, cool. So we should be friends now via God powers. So okay. if you go to friends, it should pop up. Yeah, you should see cobble there. Oh, I see. I see. Game. Okay, I got it. Uh, just It just took forever? Yeah. Okay, so you see you see a big green button. You click Join, on that. And I yeah. say accept. Yes, and then that should have accepted the game. Right, so 231, my turn. Okay, so you can enter the game right now, and then it'll pull up a big thing of hexes and some text boxes everywhere. Right? You see it? Let me, let me, in fact, let me share. Okay. Because I, I know... You know what you're looking for, right? I know what I'm looking for. I don't know if you know what I'm looking for. So Exactly. Okay, so I will share, and you tell me if you can see what I can see. Yes. Okay. So you can click on that black box there. That's a game. It says okay. waiting for Cobble to complete their turn. Okay. So it is, it is currently my turn. So if you can click on it and it'll, okay, I'm, it'll I, pop up. There is my, my cursor. I'm yes. clicking. Click. Yeah. And then it show like open. Then right? I'm open game. On, open. Yes. Yeah. Open. And it'll open the game menu. Is it, is it just, is this just being unresponsive or? It's just not, uh, when I click open, I'm not getting a game menu at that point. I could try a refresh of everything. Full um, refresh. Yeah, full refresh because multiplayer. There. There's the game. Open. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So refresh yes. every time. That's the trick. Refresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can. Yeah, you can see the big thing of hexes. You can. <gasps> oh, you can look! Pan. I can move it if, around. Yeah. If I can you can. Pan. Yeah, you can. If you can scroll as well with your wheel. It works. It's just a 13 by 13 board, and I have, um, and I just have the ships close together for testing purposes, test combat right now. I already tested movement. That works. And you can see I can move I can move my ships. Let me just move two ships to the right hex here. You see all that live update? Yep. Yep. Asynchronous. Go crazy. And I can move the rest of the ships here. Actually, I can just do this. 
and then if you you can see how it's asynchronous like that i can click move single ships easily so it's really cool. nice yeah and then i can end the end the turn here like that and now it's your turn so when you click on your blue your blue ships right yeah you can click on them it pulls up a screen which you can see the like all which ships you want to select so if you click on a ship the move button will light up blue which what's means a great you can, what's a great ship uh I dreadnought mean, these oh, are just yeah. okay. Yeah. Dreadnought. Okay, I'm clicking yeah, and on that. Yeah, you can click move. Okay, you can I'm also moving. select multiple ships as well. Love so, it. Yeah, and okay, you can yeah. click. You can move it in any of the light lit up spaces. Perfect. Right? Yeah, and then it'll show up DN, which is just a type standing for dreadnought. Okay. Pretty simple, right? And you can move the other five ships either like like that with a single ship, or you can move multiple ships at once. So click cruiser and scout. Or oh, whatever. I see. Let me yeah. do that again. Yeah. Is okay. that broken? I'm pressing. You see, this is the other thing about software development. I've never, it's, I've never <laughs> tested that bug. I think that's just the bug. <laughs> <laughs> this is like there, like there is no accounting for what the other person clicks or does, and that's why you just, you just have to get a whole bunch of testers to yeah, test it. Yeah, I guess. Okay, I'm yeah, doing just, a refresh, clicking multiplayer, yeah, clicking game, your turn, clicking open, open game, clicking yep. five. I'm gonna yep, click. And then you can click on these. multiple ships. Yeah. So I'm gonna it's click a scroll. Yep. I'm going to click on all of them. Okay, and then, and then I rec I recommend moving them into one of the spaces where my red ships are. Yes, I'm going to do that. Oh, you got I, that's another bug. You can't click on the actual other ships. You got to click on the hex. That is another bug that I found as I was pushing. Okay. So I'm gonna yeah, you got to click on the four ships again. Multiplayer. Open the game. Click on my wait. Oh, but now I'm in. Now I've got. Wait, now I'm in there. What's that? You that's that's your uh, cruiser CA. That's the abbreviation okay. for it. Yeah, so, so you click, click on, on the four ships and you move them again. Move, click on the hex. Yes. There yes. we go. And then you got to and then you end your phase, next phase because you just completed your movement phase. Love it. It should say end phase there, right? Now it says begin your attack and those green buttons there that's going to be I that icon's going to be changed, but it just means battle. So if you click nice. on one of those yeah, okay, if you click on one of those green buttons. I can click on the left one. Yes, that'll bring up the battle screen, right? Yeah. And then you can click on any of your blue ships. It'll make it a darker blue color, at which point you can select any of the other ships on the red team. Which do you recommend I select to, to kill you? Oh, right now it doesn't really matter because there's oh, okay. no logic behind it. It's just click on a ship and it dies right now. Okay, got it. I haven't... I just... I literally finished the battle screen this morning, like before I went to lunch. So, what happens if I kill both of all of your ships here? Then uh, the that battle right there will end. Okay. The, so if that. you kill all the ships, you gotta select other other ones. I need to make them grayed out, oh, so right. that they are. It's like, oh, this is inactive. It's just shot. So, so you so you can use it one time. You can use it. You can you time. can only shoot a uh, ship one time in combat. So then got you've got to click the X. Later on, I'll met, I'll put another button in like the center of the screen where that dividing line is. Like oh, egg, you've completed your combat. Click this to exit or something. Okay. So then you click the X there, and then you can see that that your area, your four blue ships hold that area now. There's no red ships there. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> if you um, <clears throat> click I'm on that, yes, you are. Now, if you click on that uh, green green battle there as well, repeat the same thing. But can but you? Does that open for you now? 
It does. It doesn't open for me because it's asynchronous. I can I can click on it and also view what you're doing. So if you, or rather, I'd recommend you just skipping this phase right this um this battle right here. So X and then just hit end turn, the blue and blue button at the bottom. Yep, end turn. So then it is now my turn, my movement phase. So, uh, I can't I can't move the ships right now because of logic that's obsolete now. You should I should I should make it that if. Uh, it's your movement phase that no enemy ships can impede your movement. But right now I have it like that for uh, old, do, an old version of the game. Yeah. Do you have any testers? Um, is it just you and your dad right now? It's just me and my boredom that's testing. <laughs> okay. So we, we will, we'll try and find some testers for you in the... It's, um... Yeah, right right now it's, it's pretty basic. It's just some other stuff. Like I know all the bugs that's happening right now. Occasionally, like right now, like the friend screen's not working. And you saw you clicked on um on one of on the statistics and technology. Those are just dead buttons right now. It just brings yeah. you to the main menu, but and main menu brings you to the main menu, right? Mm -hmm. So then it's my move. I can't move right now because of obsolete logic. But now it is my combat turn. It should show up that waiting for me to execute your attack, the attack, right? Yeah. So if you click on the battle, you can view the battle. Right? Oh, let me see. Yes. So watch myself being crushed. You're yeah. It's a 2v1, right? So I can choose a Dreadnought. I don't believe it shows up on your screen. Yeah. This is just... And then I can click on your ship and your client... And your ship dies. Right? Death. Death yes. to me. Indeed. Yep. And then because I won that <laughs> battle, I can just exit. And now it is the end of my combat phase. So now it is your turn to move. You can move your ships either away from me or into that hex to attack me. You're, you can just click on the three ships again. It's this. It's still. It'll still work. Okay. And that's but, a little um, visual bug there. I think. I think that gets the game across. I mean, I think that's really good. And um, yeah. And then I, I know, but there's also one more thing that's really oh, cool sure. as well. Okay. Let me see. Yeah. It will. And then you can end your phase, or I, I recommend moving the dreadnought as well into that hex, so you can just yeah into the. Uh, well, I was, I was basically, basically you, you were going to go into combat and kill those two ships, and later I think I can just, uh, and then you go into your next, just hit next phase and turn all that, yes, and the turn, and then battle and just kill one of my ships, and then I'm going to move into the, into your hex with them, yeah, you just killed that ship, so now you got to exit and turn, it's, that's, that's also a bug where there's ships that have not shot and stuff, so. And the turn, now it's my turn to move, so I'm just going to move into, uh, well, no, I can't move, you actually have a ship there, so I'll just do that. I'll just skip the battle right now. Now it's your turn to move, so you can move into that he the hex there to attack me. Okay. All right. All right, so end phase, combat, all that. And then if you destroy that ship, that is my last remaining ship, so when you destroy that ship, right, and then exit mm -hmm. the battle. So end turn, yeah, and then it'll say you are victorious in that in that subtext, and it's green. Huh. Finish game. Yeah, finish game, and then it, at the top where it says begin your attack now, it'll say you are victorious. But as all like tech to. demos, <laughs> as all tech demos go, it's broken. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's great. I mean, so that's good. So I have seen the game. Yes, I have seen the game. This that is. is uh, the game and and the game is called temporarily Galactic Conquerors. Yes. What? Well, I I am 
I'm very uh, impressed. Um, I what I can see is the bones of a of a true game that's going to be really really cool to play.